Welcome, welcome, welcome to Run Mama Run. I'm your host, Michelle Schroff. Run Mama Run is a community of women that love, cheer, and desire the absolute best for each other. Give us a follow on Instagram, runmama.run, and Facebook, and our website. Hello, and welcome to Run Mama Run with Michelle Schroff, and today's guest is Ashley Ulmer. Hello. Yay, How Ashley. Are you? I'm great. Good. I'm so happy you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been me. wanting to have you for like, I don't know, ever. <laughs> um, so um, Ashley's a wife, a mom to three beautiful boys. Oh, thank you. And an entrepreneur. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're the mom boss. Um, we met, did we meet eight years ago or was it? Oh, gosh. I know if we have to think about it, it might not be I really remember good I met Clay, Clay before I met you. Okay. And that was when Kingston was really little, and he's right. almost 10. So. Okay. So I said eight years, and he's nine, right? Kingston's yeah, he's nine. nine. Yeah. So that's possible. Probably, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> um, and we hired you guys, you and your husband, Sean, yeah. to do a job for us. And then we just kept hiring you guys. <laughs> and <laughs> now happening. we work together. Yeah. You're my girl. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, um, Ashley, right now you're doing graphic design yes, yeah. and everything else. And you are amazingly talented. And one of your graphic designs, I'm just going to brag on you a little bit. Chris Pratt <coughs> wears, you know, little, little Mr. Guardians of the Galaxy. But whatever. Awesome. I was so excited <laughs> uh, right? when I saw that. I I, that would be my profile picture, girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would be like, yeah, I know. It's Chris Pratt, but whatever. Well, it's not like, so it's a, I, I did a design for an amazing company called Walk and Love, and he's wearing one of their shirts, so technically he has no idea That's okay. that I created it, but hey, still, it's Ashley, we take it, we run with it, success. I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so Because Walk and Love could have said, this really stinks, and Chris Pratt could have bought someone else's, or not even. He right. might have seen your design and said, I love that design. Right. Very See? true. Yeah. Because your designs are amazing. Oh, thank you. Seriously, you have a killer Instagram <laughs> account with all kinds of goodies on there. And folks can purchase those, correct? Yes, they can purchase the actual designs. I don't sell, like, shirts or anything anymore. We'll get into that. And what's your handle on it's Insta? at Ash Ulmer Design. Okay, Ash Ulmer. All yeah. right. We're going to make sure we have... Yes, we're going to make sure we have <laughs> that on our, our website and we... Um, absolutely promote the daylights out of you um so tell us a little about yourself so my name is ashley i am 33 i was born and raised here in albuquerque well east mountains but albuquerque um and i am a mother to three boys and been married to my husband sean for almost 13 years wow and yeah just so you were a baby when you got married yeah i was 20 almost 21 wow so that's so really cool young. yeah and we started dating when i was 16 oh my so, yeah. So you guys have almost time. been together for 20 years. Yeah. It's crazy. That's long insane. Time. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. We'll talk about, you know, how, how you guys have been so successful at that. Cause oh. I'm sorry. 13 years nowadays is like 50 years back in the day. Right. Right. It's true. Yeah. It is. It is. And, you know, you mentioned you were 33. So you, you, you've written a blog for Run Mama Run and we, um, we learned a lot about you <laughs> and, <laughs> When you say you're 33, I'm like, I just thought you were 30 because you look 22, but oh, I knew yes. you had to be older Thank than 22. No. <laughs> oh, yes, um, 22. So, and you talk about in your blog about, um, you know, where you wanted to be when you were 30 years old yeah. and, and where was that? So I'm trying to picture whenever 
I mean, I guess it depends on the, the point of life you're referring to, but I mm -hmm. remember when I was like preteen, teenager, I always wanted to be um, a business owner of some sort, mm -hmm. always kind of more so in the the realm of artistic designer. Like I, at one time I wanted to be a set designer for movies. Oh, that's cool. I wanted to be um, a magazine um like I didn't even know the word at the time, but like basically a graphic artist for a magazine designing right. advertisements and stuff. And then, but always kind of in the realm of, oh, I want to own my own thing and kind of I be love an entrepreneur it. type of thing. So, And where do you think that came from? I honestly think, I think about that sometimes. I think it's really from my parents because my mom is very creative. She's an interior designer. Um, she's always been real artistic. She used mm -hmm. to teach art classes when we were younger at, at our school. Um, and my dad is real creative. He's really, he's more creative in the, like the mechanic side mm -hmm. of things. Like he's like really innovative in building things and, and both of them are just very encouraging. And like, if you have a dream, then go, go do I it. I love it. Thing. So that's yeah. so awesome. And you know, that just, I think that really speaks to parents too, that, you know, if your kids are like, oh yeah, I don't want to be a doctor and right. I want to do X, Y, and Z that may be in more of a creative field or, you know, be a business owner, yeah. how important it is that we encourage them in that field because otherwise you might be stuck paying a $50,000 college tuition right. <laughs> <laughs> and stuck with student loans yeah. simply because our kids, you know, change their mind, mm -hmm. you know, and, yeah. you know, in just the realm of um, mine in your world, which is, you know, being a, being a Christian parent, you know, yeah. we want our kids to fulfill that calling that God has on their life. And it, it's obvious God is the calling on your life because your art is just unbelievable and you are constantly using it to bring glory to God. And it's, um, it's inspiring and it's, it's so beautiful to look at. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. That's awesome. It's so true. And I was going to ask how old you were, but you told me already. <laughs> yeah. And now how did your plan go? You touched a little, you told us a little about yourself, yeah. but how'd your plan go? It went, well, I would say it went good, but then there's been ups and downs too. So right. really, so my, like I said, my husband and I, we got married in 2007 uh -huh. and we had, uh, I mean, cause I always wanted to do like a t-shirt design type right. of thing. And he, he was, he's, you know, always been excited about my ideas. So he's like, well, let's just do it. So he quit his bank or his job at the bank. Um, what? and we just like <laughs> literally within the first month of marriage, we just went for it and we started a clothing, a Christian clothing company. Um, and it was awesome. Like it did really well for a couple of years. And then, um, that kind of morphed into doing screen printing. Right. Um, and we would do like shows, like we would have concerts and, um, uh, you know, these big outreach events right. that we'd have kids come and we'd sell shirts at and all the shirts had verses on the, the tags and uh -huh. stuff like that. So it was kind of like our ministry. Thing. <laughs> I love um, it. But yeah, it was, it was going great. But then it, um, again, we were super young, so we mismanaged it. We right. mismanaged the business. It got, you know, out of hand. And so we lost that business and we were, you know, we were sad about it because that was kind of like, that was really like our identity at the right. time, you know, cause that's, that's who we were. We didn't have any children at the time. That was mm -hmm. like really like our child. Um, and that's what we put all of our time and energy into. And that's, and so you guys did not have children. So you had a business and that was like, okay. We're, we're out of here. Yeah. And you guys stepped out of doing that and then you started having children. Yes. So like it was kind of, well, Kingston, our first was born right as the business was going under. Got so it. So he was kind of like at the very mm. end of the business. Right. Um, but we had that. How so difficult, you know, to, to make such a major decision, like we've got to step out of this and we're about to have another mouth to feed. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone that we're responsible for. Right. Yeah. It was really scary. And it was, I feel like it was, it was devastating in that 
it was, it felt like not only that we were losing like income, but it was like kind of like a dream. We were, mm, it was lost. Right. And so it felt like a lot of our identity was lost in that and everything. And, um, and it was hard, but at that time, just because, um, our first child was so young, Sean, uh, my husband went to, uh, join the military. So he went oh, wow. to basic training and joined now the did army. he ever have any military background? Nothing. No, like he joined, I mean, he was older. He was 26. So right. he was like one of the older guys. He, mm-hmm. They called him like the old guy. At basic <laughs> training. Um, which, you know, but yeah, so yeah, he had no military experience. I mean, his dad was in the military, so he mm. knew about it and stuff, but, um, good for him. Yeah. So he went and did that. Thank to, you guys for that. Oh, I mean, yeah. really, yeah, he could have, he could have said, I'm going to go back to school or I could, right. But to join the military, wow. Yeah, it was like a new start. So during that time when he left, there was a good, you know, six months he was gone um, at training and all that stuff. And And you had a new baby? Yeah, we had a new baby. I mean, by that time, he was already like almost a year, Mm -hmm. a year old or so. But um, yeah, so I at that time, I still loved designing, but we didn't have a business anymore. So then I kind of started doing freelance on my Mm -hmm. own. Um, from home and working for um, companies and stuff like that. So then I actually got hired during that time with an amazing company um, based in LA. I did, I worked for them for a while mm-hmm. um, and then just doing like some freelance design and volunteer work for ministries and right. stuff, doing design and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, he came back and, you know, he did the military for a while. And then I think, and I think he went back to the bank for a little bit to work. I can't remember. Um, and then he was like, you know, He's, he kind of had that yearning in his heart. Right. He's like, I kind of feel like we should start something again. And I was kind of leery. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, like that was kind of <laughs> hard. Scary. Yeah. And he's like, no, he's like, I can't just sit mm. and not do like, I want to get out and do something. So we're like, well, why don't we try again? And we'll kind of, you know, change the model right. and, and, um, you know, still kind of do the same kind of thing, but change it. So we started a new company that was just screen printing. Uh-huh. Um, but no, like no clothing line, anything like that, but it was just screen printing. And then the focus was we'd give a a portion of everything to, Mm -hmm. um, nonprofits that we worked with and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, still doing design and everything. And so that was going awesome. Like it it was great. Like we did that for, I think four or five years, Mm -hmm. six years. Um, and it was great. And then, um, but again, the same thing kind of happened where it got, except it was different in that this time the company got too big. Mm, and too big, too fast. Yeah. You guys did. Now this is the, the ministry that you guys would literally bring the screen print yeah. machines. And ev- that was amazing. Yeah. That, I mean, you guys blessed us so many times coming out to events that we did with our nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And we had, every time we'd go to an event, we'd were like, we know this. We had clout, you know, we know them. Can we lying? No, I'm just kidding. Right. Um, but it was, such, it was, it yeah. grew so fast. It did. Yeah. And it was, and it was awesome. Like it was amazing. God, God blessed it. And yeah. we learned so much through that. But again, but the, the difference this time, because during that time when we had the second business, we had our two other sons. So now we have mm-hmm. three sons and it was, it was overwhelming in that because Shonda was working all the time with our guys at the shop like and the guys work they just you know all the time working and he was always there and I was always at home with three kids Mm -hmm. and so I was getting exhausted and then he's exhausted because he's working all the time and it was just like the stress became overwhelming um and that we you know it basically like it came tumbling down but also 
like we just couldn't manage it anymore. And so mm-hmm. at the time, um, a friend of ours was gracious enough to take over the business mm-hmm. and he took it and, and nice. with it. so that was such a blessing, but yeah, so we couldn't like, so basically we just, you know, it, we failed again, um, in a, a different way than the previous time. Well, but. and also, you know, I think for me, when I hear, when I hear this testimony, I think, you know, you can be doing the right things. You can be doing good things mm-hmm. and it just, it, sometimes it gets, it gets uncontrollable and there isn't always an answer to it. And it doesn't mean that, Oh my goodness, now God's mad at me or I didn't, I did something wrong or, you know, and the, the attitude that you and Sean have about it is just amazing. And the way that you look at it, you're not just like, Oh, well, we're done. We're going to, you know, I'm going to just, you know, I don't know, work at the grocery store and he's going to, you you guys (laughs) chose to not give up. You guys chose to get back up and get back on the bike and say, we're not done. Mm -hmm. We're not done here. Yeah. Which leads us to. Yeah. So then now, so then I, so well, since that time, Sean actually started and got a new career, which is like a huge blessing. Mm -hmm. And, And he, he excels so much more I feel like in that arena because he doesn't have the pressure of people because he, he's an amazing leader. But Mm -hmm. then if there's people like, if he feels like someone's disappointed in him or right. he's letting someone down, he, he doesn't do well with that. Right. But now it's amazing because he can be a leader in his field and he's right. doing great, but he also doesn't, he's not the manager anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's amazing. That so, makes a difference. Yeah. And it's nice because it's the first time in our marriage that we'd had a different dynamic of like, we're not, we're not like married and business partners. This is the first time we've ever, yeah. And so now it's just like, we're just married and right. like, do your thing. Has, yeah. You do your thing. I do my thing. And then we talk about it and say, oh, that's, that's great. High right. five, you know, right. Like, but it's not like, oh, did you, you know, get this done or whatever. Right. And then it adds extra pressure. Right. And, and then you're yeah. kind of putting pressure. He's putting pressure. That's true. And I think also with, cause you're very creative with creative people, you have to be able to be involved. Yeah. You can't just sit back and allow someone else to do mm-hmm. the creative process. It yeah. needs to come from you and you have to be getting your hands dirty. Yeah. And I think when you, when you become a business owner, you, there needs to be someone that is able to do that. And then the another person that can manage just right. that yeah because it, it, it it's not easy and it's funny because I've never thought of myself as being creative and I've discovered that the best way for me to relax is creativity yeah. like cleaning my house or mm-hmm. painting or changing around a room yeah. or and for some of us it's relaxation for right. others it's a job like for you you're like I have to do this every day but for me I feel very relaxed and like yeah I can escape and it's just me mm-hmm. also, yeah. you know, when you have kids, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm, I need some self-care. Right. Well, self-care for me is painting a wall. Yeah. You know, awesome. <laughs> see, I'm the total opposite. I hate painting. Right. I hate it. <laughs> well, yeah, because, because you're like, oh no, it needs to have something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's you just... see what it could look like. Whereas I'm just like, I just know it's going to be nice and clean and fresh and new. Yeah. And I, and I can see an immediate, um, it's like an immediate gratification for me. And that's why I know I'm not a creative person, but I know that I like to create. Right. Yeah. So you're creative in, in other ways, like maybe not artistically, but creative, like a creative mind. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. And yeah. it could be ideas. That's a, actually a great way to put yeah. it. And I think for, I think we all, because we are created in God's image and that we all, I think that God has put that creativity in all of us. But when it is something that you absolutely live and breathe, it's difficult to not do it. Yeah. So what do you, so what do you do after this? Yeah. 
you know, yeah, right. after a second business that you guys have lost and you're like, okay, do we do something else? Right. Do we yeah. Cause there was a lot, there was a lot of shame involved in that, right. you know, in that it's like, oh, well we failed again. Right. Like, you well, know. even just as far as your marriage is concerned, yeah. you know, you mentioned that you guys hit a couple of rough spots because of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, even neglecting the home, yeah. is what kind of sums up what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. especially during the second business, because, again, it was just so much. It was like a child of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, Sean had to work all the time. Like, he was rarely home, even weekends, everything. Mm-hmm. He'd come home super late at night. So then I was with the kids all the time. But even during the day, just having to focus on making sure we didn't forget orders and making sure things were going out or making sure people are getting their, their work done, that the guys are getting their jobs done. It was like I was constantly focused on that, and it right. was, and then you step out of it, and you don't realize how stressed you were during that time. Because so when you're true. in it, it's like, oh yeah, this is normal, you know. Right. But then when you step out of it, it's like, oh my gosh, that right? was so stressful. Like, right. I can't. I cannot imagine stepping back mm-hmm. into that role again. And yeah, so it's yeah, it was a lot, and so I feel like during that time, obviously I was present with our boys all the time. They were right. always with me, mm-hmm. but I feel like I, at times I wasn't actually present with mm-hmm. them. Like I wouldn't give you weren't them, available. Right. Yeah. Like I'd be like, Oh, not right now. I'm, I have to focus on this cause I can't forget what I'm doing or I'll, right. I'll lose a ton of money or mess up right. an order or something. Right. You know? So, um, the pressure, so yeah. mm-hmm. the pressure from, from the, um, from the outside yeah. kind of, you know, falling in on you, like the walls are coming in yeah. and that, you know, your kids can see that your kids mm-hmm. can. And what did you got? What did you learn from that? What did you learn from just the, okay, this didn't work because of mismanagement. And then the second time you're like, oh my gosh, this just exploded. We don't know what to do now. Yeah. Let's sell it or let's get, you know, pass it on to someone else. Mm-hmm. What did you guys learn from that as far as your relationship and moving forward? Yeah, I think like as far as our relationship goes, we realized that a lot of our relationship was built on Mm. working together. Like that's what we, that was our conversations. That was our, that was our relationship. That's what we talked about, Mm -hmm. you know? And then when that was gone, it was like, oh, okay, well, what do we talk about now? Right. You know? And it was almost like when, when the business was done, it was almost like we just got married because Mm. like we had, we had new passions to talk about or new things to talk about or talk about the kids or do things with the kids and like that we never had time to do before. Like we'll go on bike rides or we'll go on trips with the kids and like spend, you know, we never had that dynamic of our relationship. It was always just more like, you know, business partners who are in love. Right. You know, that, you know, and the business was the, was the, um, um, was basically the most important thing. Yeah. It was number yeah. one in priorities. Right. Just because it was providing for our family, mm-hmm. provi- but not only our family, the families of the, the guys right. we employed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So it was, you know, money it provided for us. But then also, like, if we neglected it, then it would lose money, which would in turn, we would lose money. Right. Or we couldn't pay our guys their right. checks. You know what I mean? So right. it's like we had to constantly well, keep and, going. Well, and also I remember it just came to me a story that you guys had, I remember, and you would never say this and you definitely wouldn't write about it in your blog, but <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. Um, you had a gentleman that Sean met that was homeless. Yes. And yeah. you guys ended up employing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and he was there till the end, wasn't oh, he? he was amazing. Yeah, he was, he was our greatest, one of our greatest assets for sure. Wow. Yeah, he was awesome. Well, and see, and, and that for me is like, that shares you guys' heart. Your heart was to help and to bless others yeah. in that, you know, in that particular business and um, being able to grow from going, okay, you know what? We were, we did what we saw was right. We're moving on. And now our, 
I'm doing my thing, he's doing his thing, mm -hmm. and our relationship is working out yeah. better because of that. Oh, absolutely. And and admitting that, you know, sometimes we, you know, we do. We need to fail to know number one what we're really good at. Yeah. You know, and and also to be able to say, hey, I learned from that. It might not be exactly what yeah. I thought it was going to be. Or, you know, you when you were a teenager going, when I'm 30, this is what I imagine. My, you know, yeah. I'm going to have 2.2 kids. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> yeah. but reality is, first of all, we don't know. And yeah. when those things start happening to us, we can either hold on to what we want. We wanted mm -hmm. or let go and say, okay, this is where we're at and we're going to grow and we're going to learn from this yeah. and we're going to be better because of it. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think you're better because of it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like even losing both businesses and going through the hardship of losing them and mm -hmm. even losing our homes and our cars and all that stuff. Like, even though it sounds like it stinks and all that, but I wouldn't take any of that back for anything because it's taught us, you know, so much and right. we've grown so much and I feel like we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't go through all that right. you know or even like we think about for instance like everything going on with covid right now right like if we if if nothing happened when the business you know failed the second time mm -hmm. we probably would still be doing that you right. know which we'd still be having the stress of it and we didn't even mm -hmm. realize when we're in it but especially right now with covid right like we, i couldn't imagine so you can a see shop. a protection almost in that that right. you guys like were able to right if we had to close down this time like mm -hmm. we would for sure had to close the, close the doors like 100% and so like i can't so i'm just very thankful that we you know, right. aren't in that anymore. So I'm thankful that, that we, we lost everything so that we can start again mm -hmm. and not have that weight on our shoulders anymore, right. you know? Right. And it reminds me of that quote that says, if you learn from defeat, you really, ha you haven't really lost because mm. you guys have learned, you guys are like, okay, let's pick up and let's keep moving. Yeah. And I, and I read another quote yesterday and it was talking about marriage and, um, how important it is that you marry someone that you're able to suffer with. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we oftentimes think about all the good things we're going to go through in a marriage. Yeah. And in reality, sometimes there might be, you know, more not so good things or yeah. bad, you know, we can call them bad things mm -hmm. that happen in our marriage, whether it be an illness or failed business, whatever yeah. it's, it, you know, when, when you're looking at marrying someone, is that someone that you're going to be able to walk through that with? Yeah. You know, we often hear about couples that lose a child and mm. ultimately what happens, they divorce. Yeah. So I have our, our run mama run question and, um, <laughs> just gave it to you. Sorry. <laughs> I always joke about, Hey, I give it to you ahead of time. But, um, I always like to end our interview yeah. with, if you could change one injustice in this world, what would it be? And how would you do it? So I think, so the last few days I've learned a lot about racial inequality. Mm -hmm. I would definitely change that. Right. How I would change it. I'm learning. I right. don't know. I right. think it's, Based on what I've been learning is I think like as a white person and my children and, um, you know, generations before me, I think mm -hmm. we need to reteach ourselves right. and realize how um, our society, it, it's ingrained in us, mm -hmm. racism, right, and how to rewire our brains to, you know, because it's not even that we're, you know, saying mean things or doing mean things. It's right. just, you know... I don't know, just little things like thinking back when I was younger, like at school and stuff, right. you know, you know, you see, you know, the black kids, they say, right. 
over there and we're sitting over here. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, why, why are we doing that? You right. know, when we're five, six years old, right. like we have to teach our children not to see, like, you know, not to treat anyone differently just right. because they look different than us. And mm-hmm. so, but again, how to do that, I'm still learning. I don't know. Yeah. But if that could be fixed, I think that would be. Yeah. It's because it is so multifaceted. Yeah. I think there's so much we could do. Mm -hmm. And I think when it doesn't affect us, then we have, we have to learn. We have to learn what is it that we can do. And, and of course it's, you know, it's a horrible thing and it's hatred and it's, but the reality is we can, we can do something in our own hearts Mm -hmm. and that can propel and it can help shed light on other things. And another, for me, at least with my kids, what I'm discovering is, I'm, I'm praying that I'm raising, I'm raising my kids to be bold and courageous Yeah, that they can stand up if they see someone mistreating or even saying things or talking with a certain vernacular or, Mm -hmm. you know, I, not that I would uh, uh, picture that happening in my children's generation in the sense that it did in mine. Sure. You know, I'm, you know, a bit older than you. And I, so for me, I didn't hear those words a lot or those yeah. things a lot, but my mom is from the South mm. and her family, oh my goodness gracious, you know, but that's how they lived there. And even today I talked to my mom and we were, we were talking a little bit about it. And my mom, she was raised in Alabama, left when she was nine and then lived in California, Los Angeles. So my mom she sees a definite difference between because she has other siblings that stayed there Mm. and she, she sees how different it was for her Yeah, because she, she left left, and we were talking today and she just said, you know, I don't know how it is in Minnesota. She's like, but, and she talked, and it's funny because when she talks about where she's from, she's not talking about the South. She's talking about Los Angeles. And she's like, that, that just wouldn't, wouldn't happen. And I go, mom, it does happen. It it happened in my lifetime with Rodney King. It happened. And she's like, wow, Michelle, I just, I just really feel sad that I did not pay enough attention. Mm -hmm. And that's, if anything, that if, if there's anything we can admit to, yeah. Everyone, all, every, every person that hasn't spoken up, it's that we just aren't paying attention Yeah, and how important it is. And that's one thing we can do to change is pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention to what's going on around right. you. Yeah. Don't allow things in your presence. Don't mm-hmm. my kids actually this morning said, why didn't someone just go and beat up those people that were, and I'm like, (laughs) well, (laughs) you just like, can't do that. You know, these folks are, you know, they have weapons in there and they're like, oh, and I said, yeah. And and then you, you do feel conflicted because we do believe we need to honor and respect our, our law enforcement. Yeah. So it it really does. It puts you in in a quandary. Mm -hmm. What I've been doing is I've been downloading books. Yeah. I've been, um, reading, researching organizations, you name it, artists, mm-hmm. people that, um, um, we can, you know, pour, pour our resources into yeah. that have been overlooked Yeah, here in Albuquerque. You know, we I was looking at the, you know, businesses owned by blacks in Albuquerque and there's not a whole lot, right. you know, I'm like, Hmm. Yeah. Granted, we don't have an enormous um, African-American population here, right. but, um, you know, there is something we can do and it's, it's teach our, teach our kids better yeah. and we can live better. That's right. for sure. Yeah. But, um, on the larger scale, 
Yeah. We've got we've got There's a lot so of work many, to do. Yeah, so many layers. It's there it's is scary. Yeah, it's hard. Well, I enjoy talking to you, Ashley. Yeah, I enjoy every day it too. and today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone yeah. for tuning in and um, look forward to Miss Ashley's blog on Run Mama Run and check us out on social media, runmama.run. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Run Mama Run podcast. Check us out on social media at runmama.run. And mamas, keep running.